from VentureX Studios, it's JP, Kathy, and the crew. And the crew, the crew, the crew, the crew, the crew. As the and you know what's funny? It's Friday, and it's so funny that you said that because I've got a um, a group of girlfriends, and we text each other on a regular basis and chit chat and everything. And um, one of them is out of town this morning, and so she sent Kermit the Frog doing Friday, and then another girl put Friday. I was laughing because the first time I said Friday, you're like, "Oh, somebody help me." Well, I'm still there. <laughs> You're halfway I'm joining the crowd. <laughs> well, I'm feeling like a girl now. It sounds like it's a girl. Stuff. Are you in touch with your female side today, JP? Well, I'm always in touch with my female side. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I don't don't ask me don't ask me how I'm touching it because that could be private. Uh, but shut it down. <laughs> oh, we got to shut it down. <laughs> You know, I was thinking, Kathy, as we got the show started, you know? Yes. And, of course, I'm remote today because I got so much going on this morning that I couldn't be in studio, right? Right. And so when I was thinking to myself, as the music started, I start to sing and add words to it. Oh, are you making up words to our theme song now? I was. (laughs) And you know what's funny? When I was younger, everything had a bald-headed granny in it. Wait, what? Yeah, like, all my songs had a. Oh, the songs you, you made up. A lot with. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you may. I've, I've never met somebody who makes up more words to more songs. We'd come into the radio studio, and this was even when we were literally live on air at 6 a.m. Remember that? Wow. How'd we ever do that? We, we were young. Um, you, would, you would come on. We were young. You would come in studio, and you would sing songs. And when we carpooled, you would be making up words to songs. I don't know, like a Britney Spears song would come on the radio, and you would make up new songs, oh, yeah. new words to the song, uh, all the time. Yeah, it was hilarious. <laughs> but you don't need a beat. You can you do, you do it anyway. She does, but you can do it without a beat. <laughs> well, true. Yeah, because I'm pretty obnoxious that way. <laughs> but it was pretty funny because I'm trying to remember back. How many times I embarrassed Katarina with her friends in the car? Oh, I I bet plenty. I bet plenty. Because it was just it was just instant. Like I would just start blurting out, you know, poor Katarina. What's the best word that rhymes with Katarina's name? What is it? Katarina. Oh no. See, that's what I she love you, say. Katarina. Oh, God bless no. you. Yeah, that's like all the nicknames. That's like me and all my nicknames for the kids. And so as they've gotten older, I've tried to keep, you know, longtime nicknames out of conversations with their friends. I'll never forget Emily was playing basketball, going down the court, dribbling the ball. And I'm like, way to go, Ladybug Lou. She stops in the court and and does one of these slow head turns. The other team took the ball, and she just does this slow head turn and looks at me like, oh, for the love of God, lady. And so then CJ, he had a buddy of his pick him up the other day, um, you know, usually in the evenings unless I've got a meeting or something going on where I'm out of the house. If he's going out with friends, he'll use my car. And so um, I was – so I, I just pulled up from an event, 
he was hopping in the car with his friend. And I was like, oh, thanks so much for um, picking Luigi up since I, since I was using the car tonight. And I was like, oh, gosh, I just said Luigi. I'm wondering. So I, I sent him, okay, and I thought about you because remember, like, you were like, okay, you want to raise a man, not a boy. Let's not be, you know, like, you know, like, bye, CJ, have fun at track. You know, and you're like, Kathy, just tell him goodbye while he's in the car. Don't, you don't need to sit there and watch him run onto the field. You, you, you were advising me well back in the day. And so I thought that flashed like a conversation that you and I had years ago when he was like in eighth grade flashed in my head. So I sent him a text and I was like, dude, Luigi just sl- slipped out. And that's one of his many nicknames, just like Emily, my kids. I think at the eulogies they give, they'll probably just list all the nicknames I had for them in life. And so I was like, Luigi just slipped out, dude. I know that probably wasn't cool. He goes, no, actually, we were both laughing our heads off. And I was like, well, I'm glad I can be the, the butt of a joke today. So <laughs> we're, good. we're both good at embarrassing our children. <laughs> Well, we are. And so, really, you know, and you had so many other fun names for CJ and Emily. I know, it's Me, poor Katarina was stuck with Purina. <laughs> you know, or I called her Pumpkinhead. It's like, where'd that come from? And always in front of their friends. So, oh, yeah. how many of you have embarrassed yourself, not on purpose, like walking through the office or walking through a store, singing a song to yourself that makes up the word that you didn't realize you were doing. People looking at you, you go, oh, I'm singing ridiculousness. <laughs> so, but I don't think you and I can be embarrassed. And it's, so it's funny, Michelle from The Crew is on, and she said, um, she said, can't say that my kids get embarrassed by me anymore. They got past it years ago. And why <laughs> Why do I not find that hard to believe at all, that she's one of those moms, like we're one of those moms and dads? So what kind of favorite nicknames did you give your kids that they absolutely did not adore um, <sighs> while growing up? Or Are they tolerated? Are they tolerated? <laughs> so let us know. Put it in the feed. Um, if you're not on the feed, get on the feed. You can do that at our Facebook page, um, at JPK Broadcasting. You can do that at YouTube, Restream. Wait, um, Twitch, no, Periscope. No, that, that's right. Periscope, Twitch. Twitch. There you go. Good times. YouTube. And speaking of there kids, we are going to be talking today. Oh, actually, Nathaniel, I'm going to. Would it be better if I emailed or texted you these pictures that I'm about to send over? Text them. So, okay. Don't do that. No, but I, I'm, I, I, had to, I, had to, I had to get because I forgot to do that when I got in studio today. Well, and good that morning to the, the thumbnail for this segment going to be. How did you embarrass your kids? Question mark. And so let me count the ways. Let me count the ways. I need counseling from it. I'm sure I do from all the looks I got from Dad Arena. So, but as we get ready to go into our commercial break, don't forget to catch us on Spotify at JP Kathy and the Crew. You can watch the hour-long segment there, uh, recorded. You can watch it live on Facebook broadcast. I lost his audio. Susan said her dad, dad used to call her daughter Gretty. Say that again because you, you cut out for a second. Say that last part about Spotify. Arena. No, say the last part about Spotify. Oh, 
this this Spotify knockout come out? The first part of it, then. Oh, yeah, catch us on Spotify at JP. Yeah, catch us on Spotify at JP Cassidy and the Crew, or catch segments on YouTube at JP Cassidy and the Crew, or you can catch us live on any of those issues or any of those channels: Facebook, Twitch, Periscope, um, at JPK Broadcasting or JP Cassidy and the Crew. So, you know, speaking of all of the different parts of social media, Kathy, and yes. I don't mean to go cray cray here, but oh, uh, well, you already did. Who I've known since he popped out <laughs> of the womb. Now, you ruined my pop out. <laughs> yeah, but I was gonna like I had this whole uterus thing planned. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay, like, okay start over. <laughs> shot out of that, and now. Um, uh, born. I put it out on my Facebook page of others that I was allowed to go to Y camp and to leadership camp because my parents couldn't afford it. And so, but they wanted me to have that opportunity and others would make that happen. People we didn't even know um, would make that happen. And so CJ is trying to live his dream of music and he's got a great opportunity to go to Berkeley, not the one on the West Coast. Yes. Um, to take in, take in all kinds of music. He's almost to his goal. Two hundred and thirty bucks, I think. Four hundred thirty dollars away from hitting his goal, um, and and it's and it's a lofty goal. It's one of these things that he, you know, came to us and said, "Hey, there's this music camp for five weeks. Um, I've, I, I've, I'm accepted, but I've got to raise the money." Um, and you know, we look, we looked at him and said, "Hey, this is great." And you know, he even, you know, he he knew that um, his dad and his stepdad and I were going to give him each a certain amount. Each of us were going to give him a certain amount of money towards a you know super used car to get to work this summer. And he said, "I will spend June working and saving my money and figure out a way to get my own car. I'd rather y'all spend the money on this." Um, He's got, you know, my mom, his grandmother, um, he, she's giving him his graduation um, gift early, which is which is money, um, a year early, because he's so he's so serious about this, um, about this goal, JP. He really is. I mean, you know how much he loves music. This is, so, this mom, is he lives and breathes, man. Mom, I don't... Well, you're cutting out on me. What? I think he froze. He sounds like a robot. <laughs> JP? Yeah, I think he froze. Well, I'll, I'll take JP, has, um, he's been gracious. I'm going to put... Oh, wait, wait. I think you're coming back. We don't want people to go to sleep. So here's the thing. We love him. We want everybody else to get... Can you hear me? Robot. We can hear you now. We can hear you now. <laughs> All right. So here's the deal. So here's the deal. CJ needs $430. I believe donation. I'm asking you the crew to give a dollar. Just get 430 people to give one dollar, just yep. one dollar, and CJ gets to go to camp and fulfill his dreams. Again, I can remember those times when I was a kid. We couldn't afford it. Other people made it happen for me, and it made me the person of who I am. You may or may not like me. You're watching the show. Maybe you hate me. You just love throwing darts at the screen. I don't know. But let's help a young man out achieve his dreams. So that's my infomercial. Now, Kathy. Yes, sir. <laughs> let's talk about some other scholarship um, fundraising. Kira has a chance to become like the pet of the year or something. She, well, the, the voting closed last night. 
the voting closed last oh, night. Yes, oh. but it looks like... Um, it, it, and I tried to get online and make one more donation because I was trying to get Kira in the top five for people's choice. And then we'll find out who won from all the other categories. I think we find that out today, too. I think Susan's on our feed. Maybe she can let us know. But it, it looks like but not only Kira will end up, um, Kira's going to end up, it looks like number six or somewhere in the top ten. And then Mr. Gus, our bearded lizard, our, our bearded dragon, our lizard, it looks like he's going to be in the top 20 as well. So it's like you've got all, it's hilarious on the leaderboard on the Miss Texas scholarship page. It's hilarious. They've got all, you know, all these super cute like dogs and cats and they've got little baby goats and, and horses and all these cute, you know, fur baby animals. And so th and then you've got Mr. Gus. <laughs> Well, it's, it's great. He did. He's the first bearded dragon to make the top twenty. He's fancy. So there you go. So we we have got a house full of practically Miss Texas animals. Well, it's been money, it's it been so $1 fun. To vote. Yep. Well, yep. It was one dollar to vote, and part of that went to Operation Kindness as well. Yeah, it, it, it's it's going, yeah, it, so. it, it's uh, being split, and I and this is the first year they've done this, and I really want us to push this on the show next year because I'm hoping they've raised some really good money. Obviously, Operation Kindness is a phenomenal organization. Anybody who's a pet lover knows what knows the kind of good work they do. So. So 50 cents of your $1 goes to Operation Kindness. The other 50 cents goes to the Miss Texas Scholarship, which, um, you know, JP and I are big supporters of the Miss uh, Texas pageant and, and the whole entire system, whole entire organization. We're going to be broadcasting live um, one of the days that um, uh, the Miss Texas competition is going on, and that's just like in a few weeks. So, um Anyways, just great organizations, and I think this is such a fun way. Like, it was $20 if you wanted to enter, $20 per pet, which is, which is you know, a fair price to enter your pet, you know, in, in one of the different categories or whatever. And then you, um, then they took, I believe it's like 80, 80 of the pets and put them up for the People's Choice Award, which is separate from the other categories. And um, by donations, they were determining who shook out into the top 20. And there will be some prizes and stuff. And so um, how, how much fun is that? Everybody loves their pets. You know, everybody loves a, a you know, a cute little puppy or kitty face or or in JP's, um, uh, you know, JP's had a farm. Old JP had a farm, even though you're not old. Old JP had a farm. <laughs> well, because yeah, you've, yeah. you've got horses now. Baby goats. Yeah, Y'all pigs yet? Dogs. What? Do you have pigs yet? No. No, no pigs yet. No pigs yet. Okay. But, um, you know, so, oh. it, but it's so fun. So, anyways, bravo, and we hope the Miss Texas Scholarship, um, the Miss Texas Organization, we're hope, we hope this an, this first annual, and we do, I do hope this is annual as a pet lover, that this is an annual competition that they do online, that it grows every year. It's, it's a fun way to showcase your pet. And it's a it's a great way to raise money. So bravo to the Miss Texas organization. All right, here we go. Let's talk about Spotify for a moment. Woohoo! The full hour of our show on Spotify at JP Kathy and the crew. I think that this thumbnail should be Kathy. What what? Because <laughs> I think that's a, a good one. Because this was all about CJ and Gus the bus and Kira, which I purposely did. <laughs> 
we'd get a cool thumbnail out of that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you can also catch us live on Facebook uh, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Monday, 7.30. And you can catch us on YouTube at JP, Kathy, and the crew if you just want to catch the different segments. All right. Coming back, you know, Kathy, um, I do want to talk about one serious thing. Yes. Um, even though it's Friday, and we probably shouldn't, but we lost a dear author oh. in the world of children's books. Yeah, we we did. I and, um, Eric Carl and um, uh, I know I uh, Doctor Goodnight. I um texted her yesterday because I was sure she had heard I, and it was interesting because it's one of those things that um, my kids are, I mean I I must have read Eric Carl Eric Carl books to the kids I don't even know how many times um, they um, lo- grew up loving all of the books and the, the most popular Eric Carl book and the cool thing about his books well he passed away um, on Wednesday at age 91 and actually it was my son who brought it to mine and my daughter's attention um, Emily had even written a um, she did a book report on him back in middle school I think it was and um, actually wrote to him and corresponded with him um, because one of their tasks was to correspond with one of your favorite authors from when you were a kid. Um, you've got uh, The Very Hungry Caterpillar, which everybody knows. Um, brown Bear, Brown Bear, What Do You See? The Grouchy Ladybug, The Very Busy Spider, um, The Very Quiet Cricket. My kids love these books, and I know if you know if any of you read Eric Carl books, and I'm going to be getting some Eric Carl books this weekend for Carter, so I'll have those for you next week because it's he's the perfect age to start reading these two. The illustrations were amazing as well. They were um, it, 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 it this is these are books that if you read these to your child when they're little, they will remember them. I know Emily and CJ remember them fondly. We all three were talking about him yesterday. Um, and um, we, I mean, we liked Eric Carl so much that in the kids, in one of their bathrooms, in our old, in their bathroom at our old house, we had this shelf, and up on the shelf we had a grouchy stuffed animal ladybug and a very hungry caterpillar. Um, Eric Carl passed away at age 91, just um, amazing, amazing author, um, <laughs> author and illustrator, and great kids' books. I, I can't even, with the books, I just named the books that were the regulars that were on our reading list. I must have read each of those books to the kids 5,000 times. It just, um, you know, life well lived, um, such a legacy that he leaves behind. So uh, rest in peace and all of your fans will miss you. Amen. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, Eric Carl, if you get a chance to go out, Google him. Maybe you pick up one of his books on Amazon if you know somebody who has a young one. Yeah. Because definitely he's, he's he's not, I mean he's not Doctor Seuss, but he's sure right there. That's for sure. Yeah, I th- and I think too. Um, and I and you know I'm trying to think. I don't even know when these books came to be, um, but I think for my generation of moms, this was a go-to. Any of his books were go-to books. Um, when my girlfriends, when we all had showers, everybody, you know, somebody always got somebody an Eric Carl book. Um, at one of the baby showers because they were just, I think, kind of to people who are my age, maybe a little bit older and certainly a little bit younger, 
this is a big th- this was a big go-to book for all of us it just you know just fun books um great illustrations and um I just have nothing but love for for the man and his talent and and all of the hours I was able to spend with my kids reading because they were just enthralled with these books. Well, I'm just glad that you clarified baby shower because I was thinking, why was Kathy going to her girlfriend's house <laughs> while they were in showers <laughs> and handing them books? That's another topic That's for another off. day. That's, That's another topic for another day. Being, <laughs> with that being said... <laughs> Don't forget to catch us on Spotify, uh, JP, Kathy, and the crew. You can catch us on YouTube. You can catch the segment um, rather than having to watch the whole thing if you want at JP, Kathy, and the crew on YouTube. Or you can go to Twitch or you can go to um, Facebook and catch us live Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 730 to 830 on Monday and 8 to 9 Wednesdays and Fridays. So, you know, Kathy, now we've got to turn to politics for just a minute. Oh, we were having so much fun. Go back, yeah, go back to lovely thoughts. We're remembering a Such great children's thoughts. author. We're having having some fun. We're talking about pets and Miss Texas and, you know, CJ possibly going to music camp and all this kind of good stuff. And now you're like, wah, wah. Well, it's time to talk a little bit about that Wuhan chili COVID-19. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it really is. I think it's hilarious. You know, Donald Trump, first of all, Joe Biden, has gone behind and done <laughs> and affirmed a lot of the things that President Trump had said that he denied during the campaign and said that President Trump didn't have any business doing what he was doing and that he was making this stuff up. And so now Dr. Fauci, Dr. Vote Screw Up Fauci, <laughs> after President Trump is gone, <laughs> comes out and says during Joe Biden's administration, well, let's not discount the fact that COVID-19 isn't lab generated and it didn't come out of the Wuhan lab. And I'm thinking, you have got to be kidding me. Now, here's what's so funny. (laughs) The liberal news, they have to report it because it's a Joe Biden, Dr. Folk, screw up Fauci kind of thing. So they don't want to miss out, right? So what do they say? They have to add in there, yes, Dr. Fauci now says that the Wuhan lab could have generated COVID-19. But keep in mind, President Trump is one who created eight Asian-Americans by making up funny names. And then they would and they would do that in a different colored font. So it couldn't have been, well, yeah, you know, President Trump said that this thing was coming out of a lab thrown out there by China. No, they just had to put in there that it's Donald Trump's fault that everybody hates Asians now, which I, I'm not they sure have, that they I have do. to They have to bring up I've, – I've never seen anything like it. They've got to bring up the it, – it's like they literally – okay, so he is no longer president. So why, why do they keep talking about it? They, they, they are so obsessed in their hate. This is the liberal media I'm talking about. They are so obsessed in their hate for um, for Donald Trump, for President Trump, that they they can't they can't help themselves. JP, have you ever seen anything like this in political history when it comes to no. literally air quotes, quote unquote, reporters talking about? I, I, I'm like, what y'all can't, y'all literally can't have a, a broadcast without bringing his name up. 
Well, but again, here's the thing, though, right? President Trump said that he believed this had been manufactured uh, in the bioweapons laboratory in Wuhan. Now Joe Biden is saying it. Dr. Fauci is saying you can't rule it out. But they're heroes because they're not ruling it out. And they're investigating. But President Trump was a buffoon and created Asian hate crimes. And I'm like, how do you get to that leap, number one? Number two, my other big issue is instead of the United States investigating, it sounds like Jumpin' Joe can't get my my shit together Biden is going to rely on the WHO and other foreign entities to investigate the Wuhan flu. And it's like, when did we start relying on the foreign community to head our investigations? I feel, I feel like we are – I just feel like we have gone from a very protected nation, and then I'll make one comment, and then I'll, I'll let you close this segment out. Um, I think we, we've – I feel personally like we've gone from a very protected, safe nation where people knew don't mess with America because President Trump is serious about keep, keeping his folks safe to setting ducks. And um, I say this having just a few weeks ago had a conversation. I I think I, JP, I think I told you this conversation because it hit me so strongly. Uh, A friend of mine uh, since high school, um, really proud during the Trump administration, his son went into the army. We've all been just cheering him on, super proud of him. You know, just God bless him. God bless him and keep him safe because he um, he is special, uh, special forces, special operations. Don't, I don't want to mess that up. But he is a mechanic, so he's one of the ones when, when a you know a, a vehicle or some type of you know a transportation unit is down in a combat situation, he's one of the guys that goes out and fixes it. Um, so you know, could be very dangerous. And my friend said, you know, I Kathy, I used to put my head on my pillow at night. Obviously, you know, praying for my kids Um, and, you know, just think really proud of my son, you know, keep him safe. And he said, I wake up and I'm consumed. He said, ever since Biden got into the White House, he said, I'm afraid he doesn't have my son's back. He doesn't have the military's back. Um, And he said that he literally is obsessed with worry and consumed with worry most of the day. He said, while he's working, it never leaves his mind. And, um, that's really sad to go from just a few months ago not worrying because you knew the president had your child's back as a military person to consumed with worry, you know? Well, but again, it goes to everything that's been undone by the Biden administration. I mean, we've never seen such a flurry of executive orders come off the president's desk ever. Yep. Um, And, on top of that, I mean, look at gas prices. Gas prices have soared in less than six months. Um, I don't know what you're paying at the pump, but I've seen gas prices anywhere from two ninety to three ninety already. Oh, and on the west oh, yeah. coast, they're over five dollars. And, and I was—it's interesting. You just said that. I was literally about you to know, say, what about what about your family well, in California? I, you know, I was curious what they're paying. Um, Somebody put on Facebook the other day. I mean, it's in the grocery store. I told you, you know, on a, a typical weekly grocery trip, and not that I just take a one, one, I love the grocery store, but anyways, JP's always like, are you in the grocery store again? Yes, I am. Um, but um, on my, the, the main weekly trip That's where I, 
<laughs> yeah, at the Olive Bar. And thank goodness that got those got opened back up. But anyway, so they um, it's something a trip that normally I can count on. I know you know the, the normal staples I've got to get every week. Um, around one hundred and fifty dollars. Well. I'm averaging it closer to $179 now, not switching that once a week trip, you know, and then that's not counting all the other times I'm going out and getting things. And I'm seeing things go up an entire dollar. Um, one, one of the things, well, Diet Coke, cause my husband loves Diet Coke. Um, the six pack that used to be like at the wall community Walmart used to be, Oh, like $2 and 50 cents or something for a six pack of the skinnier Coke bottles. Um, is um, it's now almost $4. And I'm just like, my goodness. You know, and, and the gas is well, ridiculous. Keep, yeah, somebody... somebody just keep looking for... Um, just keep looking for things that President Trump did during his administration um, that he was nearly executed for for Joe Biden to pick up and say, we need to be cautious about this and we need to look at this. Yep. So, you know, it's kind of like, you know, President Trump did not have on his agenda, hey, let's open up an embassy in Libya. But for some reason, Joe Biden has decided amongst everything that's going on, let's go ahead and let's worry about putting an embassy back in Libya. Yep. And he's put Susan back in charge of that as Secretary of Domestic Policy. And she was the one that was hating on all of our Benghazi guys. We definitely yep. want to leave the charge. So just wanted to put out there, the politics aren't getting any better, and it's hilarious how President Trump was so right on so many different things, but so wrong at the time. But now it's all coming back full circle. Thank you, Dr. Ice. Get up the vote, Fauci. We appreciate you. Yeah, and no, he, and the, the hypocrisy so, the hypocrisy is just crazy. Somebody put on Facebook last night, you probably said it's a mutual friend of ours. They said, I don't like to brag about um, the purchase of expensive things, but I just can't help myself today. I bought gas. <laughs> you know, or I filled my car right. up with gas or something like that. And I thought, and I just thought that was so funny. I, you know, it's sad, but funny. You know, it makes a difference, especially, you know, with the pandemic. So many people have either, they've either lost a job or they have not received any kind of a raise or um, they're doing the job of two and three people because they cut staff. Um, you know, so, so many people have had to tighten their belt during the pandemic anyways. So... Groceries, which are a necessity, gas, which is a necessity. I mean, you know, JP, you can't go. You you have to get gas. You have to get groceries, and and if you don't think that that's a direct impact from the current administration, you're crazy. You know. Well, I mean, I'm looking at gas prices right now. Again, three dollars thirteen cents. Yep. So looking at a side flat. And you just went by, and you are you talking about? You literally just drove by a gas station. And saw that. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. So keep tuned in. We'll continue to talk about Joe. I can't get my politics right Biden because I don't speak English anymore. Um, and so we'll keep you apprised of that. Don't forget to catch JP Cassidy and the crew on Spotify. You can watch the whole show on Spotify, the full one hour. And uh, at that point, if you don't want to do that, you can go to YouTube to JP Cassidy and the crew and can't catch segments. That last thumbnail easily is Joe Biden, donkey or ass? 
Uh, And Nathaniel, I wish you, if you were in studio, you could see Nathaniel's reactions to all this. He's just shaking his head like, wow, these two are, these two are wound up before a three-day weekend. Well, I'll tell you what else winds me up. Kathy sent me, so, you know, I'm I'm in the process of adopting Bates Carter. Yes. And his his nick and his one his only nickname for me so far is Mr. Happy Pappy Pie because JP sends me these pictures and this is the happiest baby except when he's angry when he's falling asleep and he's very mad at himself for missing out he's got FOMA he's not he's not even six months old and he's got FOMA fear of missing out <laughs> but he is the happiest yeah. little guy so Mr. Happy Pappy Pie <laughs> yeah and so. You know, I've been out looking at all the different car seats, and, you know, there's this one that's a German-made car seat, and it's a phenomenal commercial and bye-bye baby. Like, they've got this whole thing set up in the middle of the aisle, and it's like, welcome to car seats can't be destroyed by Germany. And I'm like, woo, I want to see this. One million dollars. got like, yeah, for a million dollars, it's probably a million dollars. I need to look at the price tag. But... You look at it, and I mean, this thing has got vibration, uh, shock absorbers on both sides. It's like if the car gets in a certain way, the baby gets pushed a certain way to be protected. Uh, I mean, this thing is intense, right? And so, Nathaniel, if you grow up on a Kathy's first car seat pictures, um, so this German car seat is just something else. Sorry. I, I mean, it's got Bluetooth in it. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, so, but first of all, we've got to go back to um, it was, it, what prompted this, and it was, and we were just texting back and forth and, and cracking ourselves up, cracking each other up. And Carter has this, I would, as an adult, I would love that. It is literally, like, it, it rocks, and it, it does all the, it has, it, oh, it, it's, yeah. it has, all, like, it, it, it can go up and down, it goes side to side, it, you know, it's amazing, even from when I had Emily to when I had CJ, which was about a four-year difference, literally almost exactly a four-year difference, it was, I was, I was blown away, I was like, they have this now? Well, now I'm looking, I'm looking at the world through Carter, his eyes, and I'm like, they have this? I want this. And so I go, wow, we've come a long way, and I started thinking about things from like those of us who grew up in the 60s or 70s and so so I started googling like 1960s 1970s car seats what the what I mean look at this one look and they even have a baby in this one which I'm like okay so you can see exactly where the child would harm themselves it's like a metal first of all it doesn't even it barely it it has like two things that hook over the back of the seat so that, like, like that's keeping you in. I guess I don't even know if there was a seat belt in the back seat of this car because I'm not seeing it. Maybe it's there. So the baby's got like a little, what looks like just some string, very, very thin ribbon as a seat belt. And then it's just metal that if they get in a wreck, I mean, it's going to literally like it's heart level to this child. And I'm like, well, there's no <laughs> what the heck? You know, <laughs> There's no reason to wonder why a child would have gotten bruised back then. Because all you got to do is turn right, left, and hit the brakes, and the baby is going to hit the bar. 
And I mean, it's hilarious. I mean, one of my things that I sent to JP, and we're about to show another car seat, another one of the fancy contraptions from back in the day. I was like, how are we alive? So, okay, here's another one. And this one looks like, I don't know if that's metal or really hard plastic, but again, it's kind of hooked over the back of the seat. I'm not so sure that this, they don't have this car seat sitting in the front seat, which that's another thing. I, I, I'm pretty sure that I remember my mom telling me she would breastfeed me when my dad would be driving in the car. And if it was time to feed me, she would breastfeed me. And like the worst thing you can do is hold a baby in your lap when you're driving. Never, ever, ever do that because literally the baby becomes the airbag between you and the dashboard if you're in a wreck. So never do that. Um, I'm not so sure. They didn't have airbags back I know. Well, and I'm not so sure if this one's, well, and, and they were, babies were in the front seat. I'm not so sure if this picture is not of a, car seat in a front seat so this kind of looks like denim or jean material which i know was very popular back in the day um that everything was made out of denim and jp this one looks like and it's like several inches off of the actual um bottom like where you would put your bottom on the seat the car seat the actual seat of the car and i'm not so sure that that's not like that's either metal that could bend very easily and is in, is in a square shape, so it could really cause some damage, or it may be hard plastic. But I'm just like, would you ever well, put your child nowadays in a car seat like that? No. no. But do you know that the design didn't change until like 1994? I looked that up. Really? So yes. that's when, like, the, 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 the newer, the kind of what we know as a car seat nowadays, where it's in a base. Oh. So oh that no, wasn't no, until the 90s? Car seat, 94 is when you got your first oh. kind of upright with the cushion inside, where it kind of hooked into the car. Yeah. Car seat was, like, 94. And so the, it's funny to watch the evolution of the car seat. Put put Je- Nathaniel put up uh, the other one because the other car seat it's another safety feature, safety highlight too. Yeah, this one, JP. This is the first one I sent to you, and it looks like a lawn chair, just kind of stuck to the back of the car, and and it's got so it's got a, a big metal bar, but then it's got like in between the kid's legs something that looks very uncomfortable, just like like a piece of lawn chair material. No, this is this is the um, white with the blue spots. It remember it kind of oh. looked like it was stuck. To, I don't. I, I'm yeah. assuming it has the hook handles, but it looks like it's just stuck, and it just looks like somebody kind of broke the legs off of a lawn chair, stuck it in the back seat, and said, "Here you go, kid." <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, we'll oh. be uh, talking about the evolution of baby products because <laughs> now I get to live through that, and I think it's hilarious where we've gone. Oh, he froze. Oh, there we go. <laughs> uh, we are on uh, for an hour on Spotify. Uh, you can catch the JP, Kathy, and the crew. Tell your friends to join us there as well. You can also catch us on YouTube. If you just want a segment, uh, you can catch us on YouTube. This one's going to be Baby Safe or Not. Yeah, yes, not. And that's a big old knot. You know, I it, it, it reminds me like um, the uh, a few weeks ago when um, y'all were first starting to take Carter out and about, and y'all were like, uh, Kathy, can you get Carter out of the base of this car seat because they're so safe and they're so locked and loaded nowadays. And I'm just, and again, you don't know. I mean, also moms were 
were um, drinking scotch and smoking cigarettes up until the time of delivery in the hospital back in the day. So we, we know times have changed, and I know this is all parents had to choose from back then. But it's just so funny when you look at it. Oh, um, and I know we're getting ready to go into another segment. We're going to talk Memorial Day. Can you pull up that rocking horse? Then it, re- then it reminded me of this, and this is another um, image I sent to J.P., and if you'll put that on the whole screen. See, we, should hold, we should hold the rocking horse for toys because I broke the segment. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh gotcha. Okay, because this one's – I've got my thoughts on this one. Okay, we'll hold this one for toys. So we're just talking safety yeah. right so now. now time, <laughs> so now it's time to talk Memorial Day, though. And what's yes. going on, one of the big events – Carry the load. Yes, yes, yes. This week, and yes. you can join the JP, Kathy, join, and the crew. You can join us. There you go. Yep. Absolutely. So, so um, yeah, we need you to join the JP, Kathy, and carry the load. You don't have to give any money. You don't have to donate any money. Um, you just join the, the crew. If you want to get a t shirt, you can. If you go down on Sunday from 6 p.m. to 2 a.m., down at the um, Oh, what's the ice house called, Kathy? Uh, Katie, Katie Trail. Katie Trail, Katie Trail. Ice House. Yep. You get free beer. Woohoo! So whether you're you or your if you don't bring, drink beer, can you get can you get a free martini? Probably uh, not. They didn't say that. Yeah, probably, probably not. not. <laughs> so it's, it's a two day walk. Um, you can walk it, run it, fast pace it, slow pace it. Just go out and and support veterans. On yes. Memorial Day, they're going to have bounce houses and food, and this is going to be a full-blown activity that you can go do that, for the most part, to just observe it is free. Yeah. And so you can go to the Carry the Load website, get all the details. Um, I know that uh, Kilroy's Conversation will be Ooh, yes, they uh, will. broadcasting live yep. that afternoon, Sunday. And so you want to join Kilroy's Conversation on Sunday. I believe he said either 4 or 5 o'clock. Uh, just look for the award. I think so, yeah. yeah. Sign up for their notifications. Of course, they'll go live from our page, from John's personal page, um, from their page. Um, it, yeah, sign up for the alerts for that because you don't want to miss that. If and, and if you have a chance to get out and participate, I believe it's rain or shine, you know, just throw on a poncho. Um, just it's such, such a great opportunity. And, you know, you look at Memorial Day and JP and I've, I'm really glad this year on social media, more than ever, I've seen people put things about Memorial Day talking about how it's not just a three-day weekend. It's not just a chance to drink beer. It's not just a chance to buy a car on sale or a mattress on sale. This is this is honoring those who passed, who paid the ultimate price right. for serving us, and God bless them. Um so I think it's really important to stop and somehow remember that. It be that watching, um, you know, uh, some type of documentary, some type of movie, um, saying prayers, um, putting flags out. I love all the Rotary clubs that put the flags out. Oh, sorry, Baby Yoda. Um, that put the flags uh, out all around the Grogu neighborhoods. And Grogu's like, wait a second, don't knock me from the back of my head, lady. Um, so, um, I, you know, I really I'm, I'm glad to see people um, – why? Why we? While we are always wanting to say thank you to to veterans and to those currently serving, Memorial Day is a somber. It's a somber event. It is a somber event to to honor those who 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 paid that ultimate sacrifice for us. So, um, yeah, I, I I hope there's a really good turnout for Carry the Load. And I know um, you'll be out there. You're going to be the cameraman. 
you're producing that segment, so right. we'll we'll see your smiling face with it. with these with uh, Andrew and Chuck. Um, you know, and and especially if you've got kids who are younger and you can bring them out there with you, um, I, I think it's important to impart that kind of information into your children's lives early, you know? Absolutely. Understanding what Memorial Day is, share that. There are plenty of shows that are coming out um, on TV about Memorial Day, so catch those. Google, you know, Memorial Day events in Dallas, Texas. Uh, there's tons of them. Reach out to the American Legion, the VFW. Yeah. Um, they'll do poppy, uh, little poppies, yes. um, or you can go put the flags out with them on a military veteran's um, grave site. So go out there, be a part of Memorial Day. You know, it's like Chuck Wright said, it's not about buying a mattress and buying a car. Yep. Don't get me wrong. Good time to go do it. That's great. But also yeah. celebrate why it is you have the right to do that. Absolutely. So happy Memorial Day to everybody. Yeah, Scott, yeah, um, you know, and again, those those families, those Gold Star families who are still missing a loved one, God bless you, and, you know, thank you, um, uh, you know, uh, thank you for, for your loved one, because, you know, we, we think of, and sometimes we, and well, not as much, we don't take advantage, or don't, don't dismiss it as much as I think we used to, and that is the fact that we do have freedom of speech. You know, you and I can sit there, we can agree, we can disagree, um, we can have people on our show who are diametrically opposed to what we say or what we believe, and we can, we have that right. We're able to go out there, you get to go to your house of worship, you get to, you know, you get to go vote for who you want to vote for. There's all these freedoms that I think we just have for so long taken for granted, and um, some. So somebody laid their life on the line so we can do what we do. Absolutely. Well, all right. It is a Friday, and enjoy Memorial Day. We will be off Monday. Uh, we will be running a show for you on Monday, but we will be out celebrating Memorial Day as well. We hope that you have enjoyed today's show. If so, please share it out. Join us and subscribe on YouTube. Get out there and listen to us on Spotify. Uh, or you can catch us here on Facebook. So with Good that times. being said, Kathy, happy Memorial Day, Nathaniel. Same to happy you. Happy Memorial Day. And, and have, have a and, blessed uh, and safe Memorial Day weekend. And we love you. And we will um, uh, uh, still new Kilroy's Conversation. Saturday a rerun, but Sunday a new special edition. Monday or Sunday still Ask Dr. Be Good show. Monday we'll have a repeat. And then um uh, but then we'll we'll be back live in studio Wednesday. There you go. All Good right. Times. Everybody have a blessed day. Love y'all. Be blessed. <laughs>